Welcome to the BeastNet Podcast, proudly presented by the Beast Obstacle Course Racers and sponsored by GH Unders Performance Base Layers. Here we discuss all things athleticism to obstacle course racing, endurance to nutrition, our team, and more. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, this is Adam Bergenheyer with the Beast OCR uh, for the BeastNet Podcast today. And with me is a friend of mine, Mr. John Roberts Jr., who just got back from Mexico doing a Spartan race down there. How are you doing today, John? I'm doing awesome, Matt. How are you? I'm great. I finally figured out how to uh, use my phone, which was pretty fantastic. And uh, now I get to talk to my buddy. I like it. I like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, uh, do me a favor for the folks that um, are listening. Um I've known you for a little bit, and uh, you've been with the Beast for a little bit. If you could do me a quick fare, give me a little bit of your athletic history, your journey that got you into obstacle course racing, um, and where the Beast came into it, and how you got to today. I know that's a mouthful. Yeah, that is, that is, but that's okay. I'm down. I'm game. I got into obstacle racing about a year and a half ago. Um, I'd been on this journey for about 10 years of kind of rebuilding my body and getting, and I've gradually gotten healthier and overcome a few injuries, a lot of injuries. And I signed up for my first uh, Spartan race, and that's where I met Adam and Andrew and the Beast team down at the the Portland Sprint in summer of 2016. And that and that was my first race, and man, I was hooked right away because I couldn't stop smiling. It was so much fun. It was just like this incredible experience. And then, well, you know, I guess you you never stop smiling in the first place. So that's <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> fair enough, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, the OCR man. It, they make it easy to smile because it's, it's such a cool community. And man, everybody's got different backgrounds and every. But we're all doing, you know, we're all there doing the same thing. And it's awesome. And, yeah, man, I did that first race uh, summer of 2016. And then because I liked it so much, uh, I was def- I knew I definitely wanted to do it again. So I had to finish up healing some old injuries that I'd been kind of putting off. So I got uh, had shoulder surgery at the beginning of uh, back in May of this year. And that to celebrate... Uh, my new shoulder, I signed up for the Sacramento Super and Sprint, which started the very first weekend where I was cleared to do whatever I want. So I went down and uh, celebrated my, my new body and style, ran the, the Sacramento Super and on Saturday uh, back, back in November and then raced the Sprint on Sunday. And then I completed my first Spartan Trifecta down in Chingawapan. Puebla, Mexico, uh, in the mountains, and that was my first beast, and and I now have my first trifecta. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And I think you did a couple other things in November, too. Oh, man. (laughs) Let me tell you about Beast Breaker. (laughs) (laughs) So my my friend Adam puts on this little event. (laughs) <laughs> man so uh yeah adam the 2017 together that that rocked my world um and that threw everything that 
uh, it, it beat me down. It broke me down. Uh, it built me back up. It definitely made me stronger, more, way more resilient. Um, you know, when I, when I did that Spartan Beast down in Mexico, that, that was a really hard read. And the whole time I had that, I, I knew it's like, dude, if I can get through Beast Breaker, I can make it through this. And I just kept telling myself that. And it totally got me through. And That's so awesome. Beast Breaker itself. <laughs> thank you, man. I literally had you and Zane there with me. I, I'm not, I, I didn't get a chance to tell you that yet, but I had you guys there with me saying, you got this, you got this. And I'm like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> That's a, that's but, a deep honor to yeah. hear. Thank you, man. <laughs> thank you, man. My, my pleasure. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, Beast Breaker itself, that was cool. I've never done any kind of, uh, rucking backpacking event before. And I've never done a group event like that. I don't think since maybe like Boy Scouts when I was a kid. And, <laughs> so you're not, not your mama's Boy Scouts anymore. It, it was not my mama's Boy Scouts anymore, Adam. Man, <laughs> what did we do? That, the beast fitness test. Oh my goodness. That was awesome. The 20 burpees, you run 10 feet, face the other way, 19 burpees, run 10 feet back to the other side, uh, 18 burpees, all the way back down to one. Um, I think that's how we did it, right? Yep. Yep. 20 down to one. Yeah. My time was 28.08, so I'm excited to see if I can beat that for Beast Breaker 2018. I, b- I bet you can. I think it's so, too. <laughs> I think it's so, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about uh, about uh, having an off season now and uh, working on everything, and then coming back super strong and super fast for next year. I'm I'm really fired up for this upcoming year and the OCR season and just everything right now. So, John, tell me, you mentioned at one point uh, rebuilding your body and from some old injuries. So, if if you don't mind my asking. Um, you know, can you tell me a little bit of that thought. history and how that translated to, your, you know, your first race in um, 2016 and then, you know, surgery in May? Yeah, you know, to, even to be able to race in 2016, uh, there was a couple-year period where I couldn't use my dominant hand, my right hand. Mm-hmm. I had nerve damage. And so it, it took me about three years to be able to regain the use of my right hand. So anything I do where I'm using my hands is a celebration. For, I, I don't I, I celebrate every moment. I've had four wrist surgeries between uh, between my two wrists, and and it was a lot for even be able to get to that race. And there was there was just some. Oh, sorry, I lost. Sorry, I lost my. Uh, I lost track there. <laughs> All good. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So it did. It took me a lot to get to that uh, point where I could do the Spartan race in 2016. And I'll tell you, Adam, I've never been a runner. And I love that everything I do now involves running because running is the one thing in my life I never thought I could be good at. And I just decided a few years ago that I can create any life I want. I can do anything I want and nothing can, nothing's going to stop me. And so I was determined to turn myself in a, into a runner. And while this summer when I was rehabbing my shoulder, I was cleared to jog after about uh, six weeks. And so uh, I started jogging and to stay in shape while I was rehabbing my shoulder, I put my bicycle on a trainer in my living room and I tied my resistance bands to the handlebars. So I was able to ride my bike all day in my living room and do my physical therapy exercises right there on my bike. And by the time I was cleared to do everything, uh, I was... I was ready to rock and roll. I had 
actually never even run, uh, I had never ran a mile under nine minutes in my life until two months ago. And last week, I almost ran one in seven minutes. Congratulations. That's massive. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I got to tell you, I'm going to the track tomorrow night, and I'm going to run one in under seven minutes. So I, I'm happy to share that with you and everyone on the podcast, because I'm going to run my first seven-minute mile in about 24 hours. That's amazing. Thank you. You know, um, so you're telling me, John, that you've had four wrist surgeries, and then I have. Sh- shoulder surgery this past May. And then yes. your first month cleared to go, you do a, a trifecta between Sacramento and Mexico, and you do Beast Breaker, and you also get your fastest mile time, and then break that fastest mile time not even a full two months later. Yes, and I forgot to add in that for a little uh, icing on the cake, uh, with the cherry on top, I went ahead and flew straight to Florida last weekend and raced the Central Florida beat. I, I left that out. <laughs> so, yes, I did all that, plus one other. <laughs> Are you a cyborg? I just, I have to know. Yes, I am, Adam. And, I'll, you know, I'll tell you, at the beginning of summer, it, it, in May, when I first had my shoulder surgery, at that point, it looked like I was going to need surgery on both shoulders and my right hip. And I spent all summer researching and just do it, redoubling my efforts on my physical therapy efforts for my right shoulder, and I was able to rehab it without needing surgery on my right shoulder, and I was able to heal my hip injury without surgery, so things really couldn't have gone better. Uh, I initially thought it was going to take me about 18 months and three surgeries, Adam, to heal everything and be ready to go, but I did it in six months, and did I did, in fact, do everything that you said, and in my first month back, and it was awesome, and I thank you for being a part of it. <laughs> I'm just happy to know you. Thank you. I'm happy to know you, too. Wow, that's that's amazing. <laughs> that's super inspiring. Um, I like what you said about you. just being grateful to use your hands. For some of us, I, we can't ever imagine not being able to use the hand we use for whatever. You know, you go pick up a pen, well, you got to relearn how to write. you got to yeah, relearn how to do everything. Yeah, it, being, I couldn't shake people's hands for two years because if I shook someone's hand, it would shock me and I'd drop down and I would like drop down to my knees. <laughs> it's been so long and I don't, I don't, I don't look back a whole lot until I forget, I forget like how, how it was for a while. And then I, man, I never take it for granted. I, every day I wake up, I, I, I love, I appreciate and I love having a, a body that I could think I want to do with. I'm so grateful. That's amazing. It's incredible to know Thanks. that. At one point, you were learning to shake hands again for a couple of years, and look at you now. Yeah, yeah. Look at me now, baby. <laughs> and I feel like, we're, and I feel that we're like, we're just getting started here. I agree. I agree. On that note, let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor, GH Unders, and we'll be right back. Grays Harbor Unders makes the performance-based layer clothing you want and need. Whether you work, hunt, hike, fish, run, or ride in the great outdoors, if you work up a sweat, Grays Harbor Unders are for you because their unique dual-layer fabric removes moisture from your body and keeps your skin dry, even when the outer layer is completely wet. It's a base layer like no other. Get you some at ghunders.com. That's ghunders.com for the best performance-based layer you'll ever wear. 
That's always the longest break, I swear. <laughs> this is a good one. So, John. Um, yes, sir. You've been working your butt off. I know uh, you got one of those really cool Route 4 sandbags, and you've been playing with that, too. And I, oh, I see you out yeah. there training all the time and putting yourself in uncomfortable situations and, and growing. So i got to ask, obviously, I'm, I'm betting you're going to be doing some racing in 2018, but what's what's your biggest ambition for next year? Ooh, oh, 2018. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to stay the course and I'm going to I recognize that I have a really good momentum going right now and I feel that my primary job and all I really need to do is keep that momentum going and Adam I want to see I want to see what my feet look like standing on one of those Spartan podiums that I I just I have to know I have to know how that feels so I want man this, either this year or the next get on one of those Spartan podiums and I think that this year that I could pull off uh, qualifying for the OCR World Championships. I really, I really feel that if I keep working hard, keep my recovery game strong, taking care of my body, recognizing when I need to rest, uh, when it's time to push and take it to the next level, mm-hmm. I really think I can do it. Wise words, great ambition too. Thank so, you. Thank you. Let's let's break it down then. Um, obviously. Crushing your PRs, doing great things. What kind of metrics are you testing yourself against, or how how are you how do you define progress as far as getting closer to stepping on that podium, and not just necessarily stepping on that podium for a fun selfie after a race, but having somebody put a medal around your neck? How how are you measuring that progress towards that? Let's see. <clears throat> well, I could say tomorrow night will be an awesome marker. Uh, as I run my first seven-minute mile tomorrow night, that'll be a huge step. And, I, God, that's a great question. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, so the first – I also – in any race involving running, Adam, I had never placed anything but either last or second to last, or, like, literally or at least in the, in the bottom 2% in any, anything involving running ever. At the Sacramento race, when I ran the Super – I, I raced in the open category, and I actually placed in the top 33%, I think. And then on Sunday, when I raced the sprint, I placed in the top 16%. So, and then when I raced in Mexico, the beast, I probably finished last or second to last or definitely in the bottom 1%. <laughs> However, one thing that I've learned, and I've and I always notice, Adam, you'll never tell on a race course whether I'm first or last because I do not stop smiling when I race, man. And maybe I don't stop smiling at all. I think I do sometimes. <laughs> like anybody else, man. But I try and bounce back as quick as I can. And uh, So progress like that. So Can I take a moment? I I, yes. For the listeners on the phone um, or on our podcast, I, I got to say something really quick about your smiling. Um, he's not joking. <laughs> um, he did this thing. <laughs> we do this thing. Um, this we just had our second one, second annual beast breaker, and it's a twelve plus hour suck fest of ridiculousness. But it's it's really designed to hit you in every avenue um, and, and challenge you. And this year was was the biggest and best yet. Um, definitely challenging and. I don't think John didn't stop smiling at any moment. There was a penalty <laughs> right at the beginning of the night. There was a penalty, and I'll never forget the look that John gave me 
Um, it, I, I, I still don't know how to describe it. So, so long story short, there was a, there was a time cut at the very beginning of the event, and for every second that it went over was a round of stairs up a tower. And the tower was maybe a good <laughs> two and a half stories, two and a quarter stories tall. And they were 38 seconds late. I said, okay, guys, <laughs> I need you to go run up and down that tower 38 times, which is about 65 flights of stairs with your gear on. Go. And John's John didn't, like, I don't think he stopped smiling. He just looked at me like, oh, is that it? Okay, cool. And just went. <laughs> um, that's that's the extent of smiling. Uh, John 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 means it genuinely. It's it's it's, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> that that's cool to hear, man. It, I appreciate that feedback. Um, uh, on a side note, I will mention that I'm I'm one of the fastest steer racers in the country still. <laughs> <laughs> I do com- I do competitive steer racing, and so that yeah. As soon as you said, even now I can't know. Now I can't stop smiling because I'm thinking about stairs and how. Oh man, you just took me right back there. That was that was an amazing moment. So that explains why you were that excited and why everyone was yes. pissed off at you by the end of the stairs. Yes, <laughs> yes, because like all the other stuff, I didn't know like my rucksack, but I, <laughs> like I didn't know it. Everything was so new to me and so far out of my zone, you know, which I love, but. As soon as you said stairs, I'm like, oh, my heart. That's something I'm awesome at. Yes. <laughs> That's <terrible. laughs> So I've been doing this thing, yes. John, and I think you'll I think you'll like it. So I've been doing this thing called Pathfinder Ruck Training for a couple months, and it's a great okay. Um, it's a great peer led um, ruck train program that helps people get geared up for you know rucking or hiking or you know, endurance events, okay. specifically go ruck. Um, but one of the cool things that they do is you have to do certain requirements every three months. And I think you'd appreciate it is um, one of the challenges they have is to pass the Army physical fitness test um, and or improve on it, your previous score. And so the Army physical fitness test, or at least one of the older versions of it, uh, so it takes your age, obviously, into consideration and your gender. But um, it's a two-mile run for time, two minutes of push-ups, and two okay. sit-ups. And you have to get as many as you can and go as fast as you can. Um, and I have had so much fun doing that every few months. And that's been a really great metric for um, my progress. So the first two, three-month sessions Ooh. I did, I did great. Um, I got a... Uh, 13 uh, minute and 33 or 36 second two mile. And it'd been a while since I've had a great two mile time like that. Then I wanted to break 13. I almost got it. And then the third time I went and did it, uh, I was like at 14 something. And I had realized I hadn't been putting metrics on my training and I've been slipping up. And I realized that in the couple months to that. And, and even now I'll admit it. Um, my training hasn't been on par and it's interesting. So just as fast as you can hit those numbers, you can slide back a little bit. And it's not necessarily about, you know, getting PRs every day. It's about being consistent. I, I know you're consistent. I see it constantly, but maybe something fun like that, like trying the army physical fitness test like once a month or something. I like that. Great. Or the Spartan fit test burpees as many as you can in five minutes. 
Okay, I like that. I, I'm game. I'm game to do that. That's a, that's a great idea because that is something that I can measure and test myself once a month to get a gauge. All right, is my training effective? There's a lot of other ways where I, uh, you know, I, I measure myself, but that sounds awesome. And congratulations on 13 minute two mile. That's incredible. Well, that was that was a couple months ago. I'm yeah, I'm old now. Did it. <laughs> 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 that, that, that's still amazing. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Well, well done. Well done. Oh man, I'm fired up now. I can't. I can't. You first started saying that. I'm like, should I start now while we're on the phone? <laughs> I want to doubt that. <laughs> I was thinking. I'm like, maybe I should put my head, my uh, heart rate monitor on and just run outside. <laughs> I love it. So, John, <laughs> I, I have time for about one more question here, and okay, cool. Um, kind of switching gears here. I think this is important. And one of the things that I absolutely adore about you is your infectious joy and just the sheer um, lesson in gratitude and uh, positive outlook that I think a lot of people can learn from you and that you role model without trying. So that being said, when you're feeling up against the wall or when you were going through four wrist surgeries or doing rehab, which we all know can be a long and arduous task, even if it's only for weeks, how do you put yeah. that smile on your face and say, I can't do this, but this is something I can still do to get me to my goal? How do you how do you do that? What's your mind? Yeah, <laughs> that's a great question. I'm glad you asked. Uh, I will tell you, a long time ago, the the day I made the decision to never complain again about anything, I think, it, Adam, it was about eight years ago, and my leg was in a cast and my wrist was in a cast. And I, uh, I, I had just had ACL surgery and wrist surgery at the same, at, uh, in the same week. And it was right then and there that I decided, you know what? I'm not going to complain about anything again. And I'll tell you the first three months, I was pretty quiet because I realized I had a momentum of complaining. And it took a while for that to, mm-hmm. uh, for that momentum to go away. And now, even after this surgery, I told my doctors, I told all of them that I was going to come back faster and stronger than any person they'd ever seen. And there were times, even after I said that, I know that I meant it when I said it, but I didn't exactly know how I was going to do it. And times when I doubt myself, Adam, I just meditate or take a little nap or I change the subject. Uh, sometimes naps can be the most effective tool in the world, just getting out of my own mind for a minute or taking time to just at least meditate for 10 minutes in the morning, I think. And if, and really, like I slip up, I complain like anybody else, but man, if I, if I can, I try and if I don't, if I don't have anything nice to say, I try to just not say anything. It's <laughs> a good call. Yeah, thanks. You realize <laughs> that as this conversation has gone up, a new injury or surgery has come up almost every other question. I'm very concerned about your future, John. You don't. You, you, there's no need to be. I'm a machine. <laughs> I, I, I'm uh, look check check Webster's and it, I, I might already be there. But when you look up the definition of unstoppable, you'll see my name. Hell yeah, that's the way to go. Hell yeah, yeah. All right, John. One more thing. Yeah. Here. Because I just love yes, talking with you, and we're gonna have to do this more. Um, I think so too. <laughs> one, one wisdom, one, one anything that you can impart on your fellow racers that just hits you, and you, you'd really want them to take home from this and your story. Mm. 
don't give up. Don't give up. And if you have to change the subject on something that you're frustrated with, even if you have to change the subject for for a few months, don't give up. <laughs> there's always a way. There's I, I promise there's a way. I guarantee it. Sometimes you just have to get off certain subjects when you have too much of a block, but but it can be done. And so I don't always I don't always think head on. Sometimes I I'll focus on the subject in my life that's going the best, and just and eventually all the other subjects. If I focus on the one that is going the best, the, all the other things will come up to that level. That's beautiful, John. Thanks, Adam. I appreciate that. Now, because I can never resist a bad joke, do me a favor, hop in your DeLorean, gun it to 88, and go kick my ass when I was five years old and drill that into me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, all right. <laughs> I got to find my keys. <laughs> <laughs> John, you're the man. Uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate your Thank time. You, You're an amazing guy, an amazing beast. And for folks listening, um, if you ever get the chance to uh, meet John Roberts on the course, go give him a hug, and uh, you'll be smiling in half. Man, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, yeah, come say hi to me. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast, brought to you by the Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Like us? Great. Join us at Facebook or BeastOCR.com. And thank you.